work continues with Mexico when it comes to cheese. Good afternoon, I'm Susan Littlefield on the Rural Radio Network. Mexico is an important export market for American dairy, specifically when it comes to cheese. Mexico takes up to 28% of all U.S. cheese exports, which means it buys more American cheese than any other market. Mexico did put a tariff in place in response to the tariffs on steel and aluminum put into effect by the president. U.S. Dairy Export Council President and CEO Tom Vilsack says those tariffs on cheese will potentially eliminate the competitive advantages they have in their number one market. Well, you know, actually, we started about a year ago to begin uh, traveling to Mexico to visit with Mexican dairy producers and processors and Mexican government officials to let them know how important it was to maintain the relationship between the United States and Mexico in the dairy uh, area. Um, Mexico is our number one market. Uh, cheese is an incredibly important aspect of that market, and we wanted to make sure that despite the conversations that were taking place in Washington, D.C., that the dairy industry was very appreciative of the Mexican market. Uh, when the administration pulled out of the Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement, that created the first problem that we had to confront, which is the uh, European Union came in and negotiated a free trade agreement, and with that free trade agreement, they received protections for certain types of cheeses uh, so that they can now only be the ones to sell uh, feta or uh, cheeses like like that. Um, that obviously impacts and affects our capacity to, to sell. Now with the uh, establishment of the aluminum and steel tariffs, Mexico has retaliated uh, by assessing a fairly significant tariff on cheese, certain cheeses that are popular in Mexico and which we are furnishing to them. And what that essentially does is it eliminates the competitive pricing advantage the U.S. Has, has maintained and has had for quite some time since NAFTA was negotiated because we were able to get product into Mexico with very little, if any, tariffs. Uh, now we're going to be assessed a tariff that, that eliminates that competitive advantage that we've had. So many of these tariffs seem to come back on agriculture, knowing it's a vital part of, of feeding the world. Well, I think there are two reasons why agriculture gets uh, in the crosshairs uh, on these tariff discussions. One, ag agriculture, unlike a lot of other aspects of our economy, actually enjoys a trade surplus with the rest of the world, which means that we sell a lot more agricultural products uh, outside the U.S. than we purchase uh, to bring into the U.S. from other countries. So that surplus is a, a target, if you will, when there is trade discussions and retaliation and tariffs and trade wars and things of that nature. And I think the second reason is that there's an understanding of, of the politics associated with um, with agriculture. Uh, folks know where certain products are, are, are produced, um, and they know the politicians that are involved uh, with those uh, states and those congressional districts, and so they target uh, to basically send a message to Congress um, about the, uh, the the difficulties of, of, the, of the tariffs that uh, the Trump administration is at. Uh, has announced. We see that July 5th is when they will increase the tariffs. With negotiations, is there the potential that we might not even see that take place? Some of the tariffs have become effective immediately. Mm -hmm. uh, what happens on July 5th is that they increase in, in, in amount. Uh, initially, the tariffs range from 10 to 15 percent, and then they basically ratchet up to 25 percent. So there's always the hope uh, that at some point in time, uh, something gets negotiated. The problem is that the president has now wrapped uh, and the administration has wrapped these conversations into the NAFTA discussions. Uh, and that basically complicates both the tariff discussion and the NAFTA discussions. We have always maintained in the dairy industry the importance of maintaining and preserving the market access that we have in Mexico and fixing what is not working very well in Canada with reference to market access. 
in class seven pricing. So uh, basically what we've done is we've made a much more complicated circumstance in those negotiations. And I, I, I'm not sure that we're going to be able to see resolution of the NAFTA discussions prior to July 5th. Now, at this point, milk hasn't been included in any of this. It's just been cheese, correct? It's just been cheese. But, you know, cheese is the value-added proposition. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not. We don't sell a lot of fluid milk outside the U.S. We sell, obviously, a lot of powder and whey and milk proteins and things of that nature. But really, when you look at the value-added uh, opportunities, cheese is, is at the top of the list. Um, and it's what essentially has fueled uh, an, an increase in exports, both in terms of volume and value. Uh, April uh, was our best month ever in terms of dairy exports. Uh, 18.8% of all production was exported. Um, normally, we're in the 14 to 15% range. So we are selling more to the rest of the world. Uh, the rest of the world understands the, the quality, the safety, and I think the sustainably, uh, pr- sustainable production processes that we use in the U.S., and they're anxious to have U.S. product. Um, we just don't want to put a situ- we don't want to be in a situation where we shoot ourselves in the foot by creating these uh, these trade discussions that make it more difficult. What is the economic impact of these tariffs to the U.S. dairy farmer? Well, uh, you know, it's it's conceivable that it could potentially uh, impact uh, you know twenty five percent of the market that we currently enjoy. Uh, it, uh, the market is a, a billion dollar plus market, so we're talking about potentially. Uh, tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions of dollars. All of that translates into, uh, instead of a situation where we have robust demand for product, which drives prices up and creates more economic opportunity, uh, you have a depression on the prices. My conversation with Tom Vilsack. I'm Susan Littlefield on the Rural Radio Network.